Welcome to Gain That Tune. tune in the house yet again we made it past 50 episodes and we are still doing our thing it's uh your boy john harrington here uh with me tonight we got john regan say hey hey yay yay. we got david fleming say hey hey yay yay. and we got david wyland back yet again say hey hey sweet so uh yeah man I think it's going to be a fun show tonight. We got a, you know, got an interesting little show coming up. I think, um, you know, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune, I'm gonna, I'm gonna boil it down to just the essentials. Uh, figure out what games we're uh, listening to music from, and uh, whoever guesses the most gets to pick our themes and play bonus music. Uh, last week's winner, for the first time in forever, was uh, our boy John Regan. And uh, so, yeah. jo- Johnny, explain exactly what you had in mind for this theme. What, uh, what is this theme to you? Uh, this theme is, you know, we all have theme, we all have um, series that we love, but every once in a while, some series that we love puts out a game that they just shouldn't have done. Uh, so yeah, my theme is titled "One Too Many," like just that one game that, like, why did they do that? They shouldn't have done that. I feel that. Uh, that's what we're covering. Yeah, I like it because it, you know it's a broad theme because it's not necessarily you're not saying shitty games or like games you hate even. You know, we've, we've, we've covered games we hate. Uh, it was actually one of our better episodes. Um, but, you know, we're talking weird entries in long series. We're talking spin-offs, misguided games, your least essential games. Your, you know, they, they would have been better off maybe not even making this game. You know, or, you know, at least not having it be part of the series they ended up making it for. I feel like, you know, I feel like it's a nice broad... Uh, Broad category. I feel like we're gonna have some fun games coming up. Probably some forgotten gems. Probably some severely misguided gems. And if I'm knowing John Regan, you know, it's all about the Sonic series post 2000 or so. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting show, man. <laughs> an entire episode huh. based upon games where you say, really? Yeah, <laughs> that game. So, say so, yeah, let's start off with uh, that game, number one. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Game one. <laughs>
pretty sweet. I like it. Okay. Who wants some trivia for this game? Uh, yes, please. Definitely. This game holds a distinction for being released on two consoles. It was the last game of the series on one console and the first game of the series on another console.
Okay. Uh, would you like any more hints or anything? Yeah, please. Yes. <laughs> this is a, quote, 3D game, but it's really just a 2D isometric perspective. Isomorphic, whatever that term is. You know, where it's just like looking at above from an angle kind of thing. Thank you for that extra hint that is requiring me to change my answer. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm upset with you, John. I get the feeling this isn't Sonic 2006, which was exactly what I was expecting you to pick. But uh, yeah, whatever. Well, I told you I was. Picking, I actually thought he made this episode just to talk about that game. Uh, yeah, kind of thought so. But yeah, you know, I don't know. So. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's see some answers. We've got Sonic 3D Blast, Sonic 3D Blast. John Harrington says Sonic Blast, which is actually a different game for the Game Gear that's not at all related, but I'll give it to you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cool. Um, what the hell is Sonic 3D Blast? Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> it's um, the last Sonic game for Sega Genesis, the first Sonic game on Sega Saturn. The Sega Saturn port was a backup plan because they're pretty sure that they're going to cancel Sonic Extreme, which is going to be the Sonic game on Saturn, and they did. Nice. And so they just right-click export to Saturn. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so um, and uh, and yeah, so the soundtrack uh for 3D Blast on the Genesis is composed by Jen Sunuo, who uh has worked on a lot of other Sonic games. And um, some of the music from this got remixed into songs from Sonic Adventure. Okay. Uh, so, and th- that was, those are the two, the second two songs I played. The first song was robotic music, and it's some dope robotic music, like way better than any other Sonic's robotic music, as far as I'm concerned. It, it did sound very roboty. I was like, I already know this is John's game, and it's robotic music right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what was so funny about it, because, like I said, I figured you had gone Sonic 06, just because that's world-renowned, like, worst Sonic game possible. And <laughs> it was like, well, that's... You can hear, like, you can hear the genesis in that, so... Yeah, it was kind of yeah. thrown for a loop right off the bat. Um, were there any so, differences the- between, like, the fucking Saturn and Genesis versions, or are they literally, like, just, like... Was it literally right-click export for Saturn? No, there actually are some differences. So the oh, Saturn okay. has some better <laughs> graphics, like higher quality textures throughout the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's got a 3D special stage. The Genesis one has a 2D really, really fucking shitty special stage, <laughs> which we'll get to in a second. <laughs> and also the Saturn has uh, CD audio for the music. Okay, gotcha. So this then is the yeah. Genesis version of the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah, Cause it's... I, I like the Genesis soundtrack way better than the Saturn one. Genesis audio is classic, so yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's a good look. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, you got to keep going, because I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Do any of us know so a fucking thing plot, about this game? <laughs> the plot uh, I know that it's game. isometric and bad. There you go. I know <laughs> that it's it's like Sonic Blast, but it's in 3D. Hey. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, because Sonic Blast is a totally different game for the Game Gear that came out. Well, like you're not paying attention, damn it! Yeah, where were you, David? Jeez. Oh, you're worse than I usually am. Jeez. So, so, how is this game different? Like, how does it deviate from the, from the normal series? So, in the normal series, you're trying to collect Chaos Emeralds and stop Robotnik uh, and save your animal friends. This one, 
Robotnik has captured a specific subset of your animal friends, the Flickies, because the Flickies can transfer between dimensions or something, and so he's trapped them into robots to collect the emeralds for him. Uh, so you have to go around the stage, and each stage only has like a few kinds of enemies, and only like ten enemies total in the whole stage. Like, there's not nice. a lot. <laughs> and you rescue them, and you find a giant ring so they can go back to their home dimension. So it's very much, very Poochie-like. Like, yeah, I, I must go now. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds so good. And then and they then die on the way back the, home, right? <laughs> and then the way the special stages work is, you know, you run around and you collect 50 rings, and you find Sonic or Tails, who's just, like, standing there. And you give them your rings, and they transport you to the special stage. And the special stage is it's very much like Sonic 2's special stage, in that you're running and collecting rings. Um... The Saturn version, it's a half-pipe like it's Sonic 2, and Sweet. it's actually rendered in 3D and everything, so it's actually pretty close. The Genesis one, it's just like a flat bridge that you're running on, and you have to not fall off the bridge, and you have to jump over some obstacles, and there's an ass-ton of rings. Like, you can't not get it. Like, if you manage to miss, like, you just, you suck. Like, it's really <laughs> ridiculously easy. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds, uh... Significantly lamer. I love the half-pipe parts of, uh, like, you know, Sonic 2, and, you know, I gotta imagine they would only get better on, you know, on Sega Saturn, so yeah, you know, fucking love the half-pipe stuff, but yeah, no, it sounds like, you know, just doing, like, a lame-ass bridge-based bonus level, uh, that's, uh... It Flame even then, for Sonic. I love, <laughs> I love the animations, too. They're so weird. Like, when you get to... You know how, at the end of Sonic 2, when he's falling through the sky and he's got his arms spread out, you know, as he's falling? Like, so, you know, there's this whole, like, falling thing. Um, well, when you beat a special stage, you just kind of, like, very poochy-esque, just floats up, like, whoop! <laughs> like, it's, it's just really weird. That's And awesome. same thing with, you beat a level, he's just like, whoop! Just uh, shoots on up. Um, and it's just odd, too, because in the Genesis 1, they reused a lot of jingles from Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 3, which is just really odd to me. So I hear, like, the Sonic 3 end tune, you know? Like, not a cover, not a reinterpretation, like it's just the right-click export from Sonic 3. Well, I mean, at that point, it, you know, Sonic 3, Sonic 3 and Knuckles hadn't been out all that long, and it's not so uncommon to reuse sound effects, but like, yeah, that does sound a yeah. tad bit lazy. But a Effects I'm fine with. I, I appreciate that the ring sound hasn't changed in any Sonic game in like 25 years. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's even made its way out of Sonic games and into gas station cash registers. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, dude, it's a thing around here. Yeah, like, <laughs> Chevron has Sonic cash registers and they're fucking dope. So <laughs> nice. if you run into it, like, at full speed, is it, like, burst into race, you just, like, grab ball and run? Pretty much. That's how you rob the gas stations here. <laughs> yeah, go fast. I, I, think it's just, I think it's just called robbing a gas station. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta go fast. Fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the GTA Sonic crossover that we never knew we needed. <laughs> oh, God. See, the thing is, is get arrested. In, in order to do it, you need to get either the red shoes or the gun. Yeah. One of the two <laughs> items. Yeah. Once you collect the invincibility and the gun, then you're really in business. <laughs> but the invincibility, the box is actually just full of PCP. So, yeah. You know, Talk about uh, Shadow of the Hedgehog now, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I geez, love that's another that game I thought you were going to pick. Yeah. Why didn't yeah, you pick Shadow of the Hedgehog? Because <laughs> Sonic 3D Blast is the one that I actually like. remember coming out and seeing ads for and getting excited about. Yeah, yeah, but before, you know, they, they didn't really review games until they came out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was thinking about so it. you're just like, oh, 
Shadow the Hedgehog came out when we were all like 20, so you know, all of us you know knew that it wasn't going to be we worthwhile. We all already knew it was terrible. Yeah, yeah Sonic <laughs> was already like you know in the trenches by then. Like it was, it yeah, was done. <laughs> so, motorcycle, uh, gun toad, and shadow. I was. There was a um, listening to the theme. There, there was a, a Sonic spin-off game that I really wanted to use, but I didn't use it because I figured it was going to be the game that Johnny was going to use, and he didn't. So I totally could have used that game, and I'm kind of pissed. Hey man, you know, one Sonic game is almost too many for each episode well, of Game That like, Tune. So, <laughs> like, what John, was the uh, what was the game a, in question? Uh, um, well, I used my bonus music, so in case I win, I'm going to hold off. Ah, gotcha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Um, yeah, fuck. Uh, 3D Blast, huh? Was uh, was there anything fun about it? Would you in any way describe it as a blast? <laughs> <laughs> That's the show. Good night, folks. <laughs> 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 that's our whole like ending theme now that's all of our bonus music <laughs> it's just those notes um yeah so <laughs> i'm guessing the answer to that question then is no it was not a blast no it's not and uh you know fuck yeah man interesting uh, interesting choice just keep on racking up your sonic count for the show and uh i'd say uh, let's keep it going man let's keep uh, keep moving my goal is within the next couple episodes i want to have every genesis sonic game covered <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. Yeah. Game two. that a lot nice 
Yeah, it's good, man. Got some good beats. Yeah. It's pretty snazzy, yeah. Those island rhythms. Mm. So, who's uh, who's ready for a little trivia on this one? Because uh, I barely have any. <laughs> Those are the <laughs> best kind. I hate to pull the uh, oh, it's hard to find trivia for this game, but man, it's you know it's uh, slim picking. So it's it's barely a trivia. It's really more of a just question that's gonna throw a hint at you and see if you uh see if you have any idea what uh we're talking about. So, what feature sets this game apart from other Mario Kart inspired games?
Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I'm guessing that trivia didn't help at all. It didn't, but that last song actually did. Uh-huh. <laughs> How intriguing. Because hmm. uh, um, I heard uh, a little like uh, motif from the other songs in the series in that oh, yeah? song. I was like, hey, oh. I know this one. <laughs> Dave, what series is that motif from? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Let's <laughs> talk <laughs> motifs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to take a uh. guess based upon the trivia and the second song. Uh-huh. Okay, let's yeah. uh, let's see some guesses. I like this. Uh, let's see. John Regan says South Park Rally. That's incorrect. David Fleming says Sonic R. That's also incorrect. David Wyland says Bomberman Racer, which is pretty goddamn close. Uh, this is... Oh. <laughs> it's Bomberman <laughs> Fantasy Race. Um... I had yeah. no idea they made a racing game, but I heard the Bomberman song in there. I'm like, oh, I know this. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, I hate going back to the Bomberman well so soon after our recent <laughs> I'll Break Your Fucking Head with a Ratchet debacle. <laughs> but I had to... Do we still have that? <laughs> no, uh, you know, and that's the thing. I made sure not to download that for, this, for tonight's episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this was, uh, you know, yet another misguided Bomberman uh, <laughs> spinoff type game. Uh... Yeah, actually, I'm not sure it was more misguided, if it was more misguided than Atomic Bomberman. But, uh, you know, I mean, Atomic Bomberman was at least a Bomberman game. This is a Bomberman racing game that plays a lot like Mario Kart. But, uh, who, uh, you know, you guys, have, have any of you ever heard of this game or seen anything about this game? I am amazed they made a Bomberman no Kart game. Racing game. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the kind of thing. They didn't really make a Bomberman Kart game. You don't drive carts in this game. You're riding on the back of large animals for some reason. Oh, that makes uh, sense. There's two types of animals. There's a large kangaroo rabbit type creature and a large rhinoceros type creature. And you play through the game riding on the backs of them and throwing bombs at them and off of them. And, uh, yeah, it's fucking bizarre. That, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was about to I ask forget. if still poop out bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I forget which game it was, but I remember the kangaroos in actual Bomberman games. Right, see, I believe yeah. they were introduced in Bomberman 94, and I had forgotten all about them, so when I first saw this game, I was like, that makes no goddamn sense. What is happening here? <laughs> like, why are, why are Bomberman and the other colors of Bomberman and the girl Bomberman and the bad Bomberman all riding giant kangaroos? This makes no fucking sense. <laughs> but then, oh yeah, they actually did have those previously in the game. This game still doesn't make any sense. Like, why is there <laughs> a fucking kart racer where you're, where it's Bomberman riding giant animals? It just... It boggles the mind, quite frankly. Not so much when you think about the desire to cash in on the Mario Kart craze, but still pretty goddamn mind-boggling. Like, <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know, I feel like the Bomberman series is not one that is, you know, translates all that well to a racing game, and, I mean, maybe it could, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could understand, like, making a kart racer, because everybody had a kart racer, but those were all, like, the games with all their different characters. All of the Bomberman characters are the same guy, just a different yeah. color. Yeah, that's like, there's no it. personality or mascot to it. It's just, I'm gonna be green. Yeah, and that's, like, that's the differences between the, uh, the... I keep wanting to call them, like, vehicles, but they're not. They're fucking animals. 
Um, but you know, mounts, there's, I guess maybe. Yeah, there's two different types <laughs> of mounts, and then six different types within that. Each you know, each one has different stats. You got like the jumping rhino and the fast running kangaroo thing, and so you know, there's different stats and stuff attached to the uh, you know to the animals. But no, it's you know, it's six different colors of animal, six different colors of bomberman, and here we are, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> it's. Wait. So do do are there different like in most Mario Kart racers you have stats that change like you're saying there's no stat changes based on what bar man you pick? I don't believe so. No, the stat changes are oh all depending God. on. It all depends on what mount you were riding. So. That. Uh, from what I from what I can tell, I might I might have that detail wrong, but it does not seem that it seems like most it seems like all the stats are attached to the uh, the animals. And it's like yeah. you have to earn coins through the races to buy new animals. So I guess the game really uh, is just a game of animal subjugation. You just keep on buying them and keep on putting them in your stable, and then you just <laughs> use them when you need them until you eventually buy the king of all kangaroo rabbit things and ride him for races. I mean, it's you know, it's a it's an odd odd game, but uh, huh. yeah. <laughs> and you know, I was looking at it, and it's just like. You know, it it seems like Mario Kart, but you're riding big crazy animals, and it's got you know it's got a couple of changes. Like you can just you know hit buttons to jump, because there's you know literally like pits and things. Because you're you're an animal, it wouldn't make sense for you to necessarily just you know hit a button to make your Mario Kart jump super far. But as a giant kangaroo, it kind of makes sense. And it's got uh, little sections where like you'll see like a paw print on like a wall and you can jump at it and like fucking ricochet off of it and get like a mega speed boost like, kind of like a sonic bumper almost you know so it's like you know oh there's a really sharp turn but there's a paw print on the wall so you can just hit that and fucking careen off that and you don't have to worry about like you know busting ass into the wall during the turn interesting things like that but uh yeah from what I could tell you it's just <laughs> It's a weird-ass Bomberman racing game, and there's only, like, eight tracks in the whole game. It's just, you know, it's like, if you're going to do a Bomberman racing game, I mean, that's the whole thing. There's not a whole lot to draw from. you got different colors of Bomberman. What are you going to make for arenas? You're going to have your fucking, what, your standard arena, your ice thing, your fire thing? Like, <laughs> you know... What you know? What what Bomberman? You know, like th there's just not that much to pull from to make something like a mascot racer. I feel like that. You know, I can't be the only one that, you know, that feels that way. But I don't know. 1999 was a different time, I guess. You know, yeah. 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 They smelled money. Had to have it. It was a different time because this is 2017. And Whoa. That was. <laughs> if you would like to get into a discussion of the happen? nature of the passage of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, seems like only yesterday I was, you know, fresh faced, you know, 14 year old <laughs> kid, completely unaware that they had made a Bomberman kangaroo racing game. You know. And I never would have bought it. Even if I had known about it. <laughs> so. Seems like only yesterday it was 24 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I still didn't know about this game. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, yeah, so not really a whole lot to be a whole lot else to be said. Strange ass Mario Kart clone involving Bomberman and animals. Uh, check it out at your uh, local PS1 store. I'm sure uh, <laughs> Sure, the copies of this are just everywhere, you know. Just, just go get it and play it for like an afternoon and regret buying it. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know. I say, uh, let's keep it going, Johnny. What do we got? Game three.
That's pretty good. <laughs> I like how usually when we finish the song, I was like, yeah, I like that. I'm digging that. And that finishes. All right. That's pretty cool. We're also en- enraptured by John's cat's butthole. Yeah, I think. I'm trying to wrestle a fucking cat off my shoulders. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for a little trivia. Uh, sure. Need it. Alright, so this game was first revealed at E3 2015 and was released in November of 2015, making it one of the very few games released the same year it was first revealed. Quick side question, what month is E3 in? Out of curiosity. Uh, it's in June. Generally okay. June, yeah.
Mm-hmm. What year was that again with E3? Uh, 2015. Okay. That would be Johnny, two years ago. You really should have pulled up your list of 2015 games by now. It's a little, a little <laughs> bit late, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't make me give you the you know hurry up sound. What is the hurry up sound? I got my sound? answer written down. Oh, I'll just wait a few more I'll... seconds. Hey, what's it taking so long? Yeah, something, uh, something nobody ever said about this game. I think. <laughs> So, all right, ready? Let's see some answers. Um, <laughs> John Regan says unbroken E three promises fifteen. <laughs> uh, David Wyland has the emoticon of the guy giving the shrugging shoulders, and John Harrington has the correct answer with Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Sweet. Uh. Yeah, that, uh... Mario, so proud of you! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mario. Uh, glad you're in tonight. Um, yeah, I don't think Mario's is so proud of this game, though. This, uh, you know, I didn't bother with it. David, tell me you didn't actually bother buying or playing this game. I did not buy it, no. Okay. Did you play uh, it? <laughs> I was really excited to play it because I love the Mario Tennis games and then I was watching actually there was a video review that I saw where the guy basically said yeah here are like the basic modes that I can talk about and that's the entire game <laughs> that's, that's kind of my understanding wow. of it too there's not much to it like I think there was a reason they revealed it at you know E3 2015 and released it in 2015 uh, I think you know, somebody at Nintendo was like, crank, I don't know, fucking crank something out. Like, we've got nothing right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, this is the game that I went with um, for the theme because I feel like it fits. Like, this is the one... The Mario sports games are fun and they're lighthearted and they're enjoyable, but this is the game yeah. that was just kind of like... We don't need this because there's so little there. There's just yeah. not much to it. Right. Like, well, oh, remember the question one. Okay, go for it. Question one Does it have tennis? Technically, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, so good. Question does two it have, Does, does it, it have Mario? Ultra Smashes from <laughs> Smash Brothers? No. <laughs> No, not so much. <laughs> Doesn't well, have right, Mario then. in it. <laughs> you know, there's a big roster. I'll have to check, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, Funny you mentioned so that. Got, That's tonight's lightning round. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, this, um, this game just kind of like defines half-hearted. Like, you yep. know how the Mario sports games have all the... There's the basic, classic, whatever sport, like golf or tennis or soccer. And then there's all the wacky modes and mini games and everything. This doesn't have any of that. There's classic <laughs> tennis, and, which doesn't have a tournament mode, by the way. And then really? there... Yeah. You just kind of... It's, it's like an arcade mode. Instead of having a tournament, it just puts you against, like, random opponents one after another. Um, <sighs> then hmm. there's... There's a mode where you can get Mega Mushrooms, which make you larger and power you up temporarily. And then there's a mode where you just have an endless rally back and forth. And that's basically it. Like, there's Jesus. there's really nothing to this game. 
Yeah, man, you at least need, like, a ring shot game or something. I mean, hell, we Sports Tennis had more than that, like... The, the thing that kills me the most about it is, you know how all the Mario games, especially the Mario Tennis games, have all the fun courts? Like, there's the Donkey Kong court in the jungle, and there's the, like, yeah. Mario Factory court. There is a single stadium. It's just the generic Mario stadium, and then they change out whatever the court is. So here's uh, a grass court, huh. here's a clay court, here's an ice court, all within the same stadium. Nope. Uh, Not cool. Yeah. No. Fucking wacky tennis courts are, like, half the reason you play Mario Tennis. I mean, shit. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get it, man. Like, I, you know, I, it just, it doesn't make us, it doesn't make sense from a standpoint of, like, nobody was asking for this. And also a standpoint of, there's nobody to buy it. Because the Wii U, for all intents and purposes, I, you know, I love the Wii U, I defend it, but I'm pretty sure it was technically dead in the water by then. Like, writing's on the wall. Why the fuck bother releasing this game? <laughs> like, see, and it would have made a really, really great game if they had spent like four more months putting something else in it. But as it stands, there's just no point to making it. Yeah, did it have was this uh, online? Uh, it did have online. I bet you it sucked. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I didn't play it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's not was this, that's not sour um... grapes. <laughs> Was this a full retail release, or was it like a DLC you could get like through the oh, no, online this, this, store? This was a full. This was a full game. Sixty fucking okay, so, bucks. <laughs> yeah. So okay, that's that's my next. That was my next question. Yeah. Uh, what did it cost? Yep. Yeah. See, I feel like you know this is a good pick for the show just because you know it's it's a lame, unnecessary, just non-essential game. Though I don't feel that it's one too many. Because there should be more Mario sports games. Everybody loves the Mario sports games. They're a lot of fun. They just should have done more with this. <laughs> or, you know, or, like, made a Mario sports compilation or something. I mean, like, I, you know, I just, I don't get it, man. You know, why you put out, you know, or, or, or I guess the perception of value also factors into it. Like, you gotta fucking not charge $60 for this. <laughs> like, right, like, 40 bucks? Just, yeah, sure. Maybe. <laughs> I got I got really concerned because you talk about how the game was like uh, unnecessary and lame, you know. And for a second, I thought this was going to turn to comparison of my role on the show, and it did not. Thank God, <laughs> no, Johnny. But now that you brought it up, it will. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we have too many Johns here, by the way. It's a it's shocking the parallel. Why we never considered <laughs> that parallel before, I I just don't know. Um, you know, I'm the Mario Tennis Ultra Smash of Game That Tune. <laughs> I would like that to be added to your Twitter profile. That is now the defining trait Done. of you, your personality, and your life. Um, but it's just, cool. it was just one of those things where, like, you look at the Mario Tennis games, like Mario Tennis, the first one. Oh, it's great. Mario Tennis 64. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Mario Tennis on 3DS. Yeah, that was fun. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Should that be on the list? Do we need that one? <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have left that one in the oven just a little bit longer. <laughs> like, you know, desperation is a stinky perfume. And uh, it's all over that one. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's not much else to say about it. I mean, you know, Mario Tennis. You know, <laughs> it was thing, there. Uh, yeah, exactly. There it is. It's, it's there somewhere. You know, last thing I'll say in the Mario Tennis series is, you know, I, I somewhat condemn it to hell for introducing Waluigi to the world. 
<laughs> oh, don't be one of those people. Just the worst. Uh, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't beat it, man. I can't deal with it. I, you know, Waluigi is just the worst. <laughs> this could be, this could be a whole separate discussion, but yes, I am a Waluigi defender. Next week's theme, games with or without Waluigi. <laughs> Boom. Put it on the board. <laughs> uh, anyway, um... Before we get into the Waluigi discussion, Johnny, I say we uh, keep it moving. Game four. Just cut off. It sure did. Huh. That's why I downloaded though. Alright. Next song.
Pretty cool. dope. Like that. Yeah. You guys looking for some uh, trivia? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, in the UK, uh, it's illegal to depict uh, publicly, sm- like uh, publicly depict smoking. So the box art for this game had to change. They got rid of the character's cigar and gave him a kind of uh, vaguely annoyed look on his face. Probably because he didn't have his cigar. Probably because he didn't have his <laughs> cigar, yeah.
Nice. Well played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Super confident in all three of my answers. Yep. <laughs> three, wait. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I got so many answers. <laughs> I have Heard all the answers. Yes. Okay, we got... Johnny and David Bull said Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, John Harrington says some wolf. What does it say? Some Wolverine, some Wolverine game. game. <laughs> J. Jonah James in the game. <laughs> and Duke Nukem Forever. With a four. Uh, Hail yep, to the king, right. baby. <laughs> <sighs> More satisfying ultra, please. <laughs> <laughs> ultra! Uh, that's a relief. I wish J. Jonah Jameson the game was a real thing. Um, I would play the shit out of that game. <laughs> the game is just publish as many papers as possible and buy pictures of Spider-Man. It's just it's just Pokemon Snap, but you're but you're throwing balls at Spider-Man's face. Uh, <laughs> no, see, I imagine that it's just kind of like a desk simulating game, and you have like yeah. three commands, and your commands are scream, buy pictures of Spider-Man, yell at Peter Parker. <laughs> Uh, it's like that Rusty's Real Deal baseball game, but you have to haggle down Peter for the price of the Spider-Man picture. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it can't would... wait for that game. Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, a game that would actually, like, it's, uh, honestly, that game sounds better than this one is. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck did Duke Nukem Forever take so long to make? Like, was it because Duke it Nukem secretly out. sucked the whole time? Why did it come out? Like, after it was in production for 14 years, why didn't they just say, you know what, fuck it. Just fuck it. Mm -mm. You know what took less time than Duke Nukem Forever? The entire career of the Beatles. You know what else took less time than Duke Nukem Forever? Putting a man on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, seriously? Please tell me. I actually did have a list of every game that's come out since Duke Nukem was announced. But I'm like I'm not even gonna go through that. It's just too much shit. I was gonna say yeah, don't you know don't list them. But I would love to know the number of games that came out between the time of Duke Nukem Forever being announced and being released. It's got to be somewhere in like the several thousands. That'll um, be part of our three-hour podcast addendum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check out our bonus podcast where we list every game that came out. Oh Jesus. Um. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm trying to find I, that really fast, that information. <laughs> I barely touched the Duke Nukem series back when it was a cool thing, back in like 1990, I want to say 5, maybe 6, I don't know. Um, it was, I think, 96. Yeah. It, you know, I just, I don't know, I wasn't a big PC guy, and, you know, I'd go over to my buddy's house and we'd play, but, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, Maybe I'm a bit of a pussy. But, um, you know, I was way more into, I don't know, shit like Carmen Sandiego and fucking, like, card games and fucking platformers and shit than I was into Duke Nukem. <laughs> like, we did play a good amount of Carmageddon, though, but that's previously been covered. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Duke right, most of my just... late 90s uh, PC gaming was Doom and Doom 2 because that was that could be on any computer because it's so, like, minimalistic to install. So we just yep. do that, like, land parties with, with my brother and stuff. But uh, Duke Nukem 3D, I do have fond memories of, of it growing yeah. up. And Aren't they, this one, oh man. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not even talking about the actual game yet. <laughs> yeah. Duke Nukem 3D is that one game that, like, your your friend that had the cool dad that had the computer that didn't give a shit, like, had that game, and you go to his house and play it, and tip yeah. strippers and see their tassel-covered boobs. 
<laughs> also, I just double checked my list of things that took less time than Duke Nukem Forever. The in- the entirety of World War II, including the Manhattan Project, took less time than Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> nice. See, <laughs> uh, so you should. You need like a like a hyperbolic ridiculous list. You know, it took less time than Duke Nukem Forever. The Hundred Years' War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the American War for Independence took less time, as did the Civil War and World War One. The United States' involvement in the Vietnam War. Alexander the Great's conquest of Persia took six years, and Julius Caesar's conquest of Gaul took seven years. Well done. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Those are, you know, those are all things that are uh, of note to history, whereas this game really isn't. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So, I guess, like, uh, like, have any of you guys played this game, too? No. Or, <laughs> okay. It was just me then. <laughs> Uh, After it took that long, why would I ever touch it? (laughs) I was busy reading the entirety of Calvin and Hobbes, which also took less time than Duke Nukem Forever. Okay, Mm. well, uh, I borrowed it from my brother because he bought it when it came out. Because he was like, I'll give it a shot. And I don't think he touched it after I borrowed it and gave it back to him. Like, you can have it, dude. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that got me about when this game came out. Like, people tried it and were like, oh, man, this sucks. I can't believe this sucks. Like, this sucks. Were you honestly expecting it to be good? Like, it became such a joke and a punching bag. Who really thought it was going to live up to any kind of hype? Well, with 14 years worth of refining mechanics and making games, like, it had to be somewhat, you know, better, at least, you know, in some technical way than the original Duke Nukem. My thought was, like, maybe people just unwittingly didn't realize how much you can mature in 14 years. And, like, you know, this this is anything like I remember. This is the worst. Oh, wait. I was, you know, 12 when the original Duke Nukem came out. Now I have a family. This is, you know, I shouldn't be playing this. <laughs> the thing is, though, is that the original Duke Nukem, it still stands up to itself. You know, it's, it's actually still a pretty solid game. But, like, this one, it's like... It's like um, you ever add a friend on Facebook that you had in high school who was kind of a dick, and then, like, ten years later, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy, but, yeah, maybe he's cool now. And it's just like, oh, no, he's really, like, shitty still. Wow, like, he didn't grow up at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what this game is. It's just like, wow, like, you uh, never left hometown, and right. uh, you post a lot of racist memes. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're just, you know, lost in the sea of them. I think that's the other thing. I mean, you know, back in the day, I mean, I'm not saying Duke Nukem was some groundbreaking game, but there were significantly fewer first-person shooters for it to have to live up to. There have been it, years it and years cool and years too. worth now. And it's like, okay, yeah, this sucks even compared to, like, the crappiest, just, like, shoveled-on-to-wee first-person shooter. Like, this, you know, why the fuck would they even bother? Like, there's no way it could have even lived up to modest expectations. Like... <laughs> Is, like um, looking back at like other games that have come back from a long hiatus, like Doom 2016, awesome game. Like Doom 3 was kind of eh, like people didn't like it as much as the other series because it, okay. it kind of deviated and it was weird. Right. But then Doom, like Doom 2016, was awesome though, and like basically it's just like a reimagining of the first game, which I think Duke Forever was trying to do, but they just like f- just flat on like everything, like nothing really shined in it at all. Yeah. I get the feeling if uh, if it had been you know still in process, like I get the feeling they probably would have turned it over to the Doom 2016 guys, and that would have been like, please God, help us! You've got to make this as good as the original Doom was, because <laughs> like Doom 2016 was pretty fucking dope. 
and it's like you know got almost universal acclaim at this point so yeah they need to uh they i don't know who the team was that ended up finally publishing duke nukem forever but yeah i don't think they were, i think they were trying to just get it gone instead of I actually it make it right <laughs> like <laughs> 2k publishing i think it was like 2k publishing and i think they actually had to sue the other company that started making it <laughs> to make them fucking finish it finally awesome which is ridiculous that's but, a waste um, of so many different resources <laughs> okay like, like moving on from just the game taking forever to come out like uh playing through it it's like uh the first song i played the kind of like orchestrated like a little bit like metalish but not really song mm. that's basically the entire soundtrack is just stuff like that like kind of uninspired Yep. watered down like hey we're trying to be kind of cool with like a little bit of guitar and drums in here <laughs> it's mostly like trumpets like bah, 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 bah. you know it's like okay that's cool i guess whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, there's not many enemies in the levels it's very empty levels and then the few enemies you do have are just complete bullet sponges so you just like unload all of your shotgun shells into one and then you're sitting like an asshole reloading it all this guy's just like hitting you in the face and you're like stop Yep, that sounds like uh, a really poor animation. Regenerating health shooter. bar. <laughs> it's mm. like the health bar regenerates, which is kind of like a modern FPS like shit show, which like everyone did that in the time frame this game was being made, so I guess they thought they needed to do it for regenerating health bar too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Duke Nukem is Master Chief like now. A, Duh. Yeah, yeah and then like uh, limit to like two weapons because like basically it's it's Duke Nukem trying to do Halo. Fuck that. And, and then it throws in some weird mini games too, like you're driving around a forklift in one level. Uh, like I wish I was making this shit up. <laughs> so it's so it's Duke Nukem does Shenmue. Yeah. <laughs> like there's oh, there's like a driving level where you drive around his monster truck in the desert, and I don't even remember like why you're doing that. You just I think you're just doing like jumps in the desert because it's cool. Uh yeah, exactly. It's sick ass, and it's you know got you know bland metal playing behind it. Come on, man. It's you know. <laughs> I think, my, my biggest gripe with the game, though, because I was I was looking like I was watching a playthrough of it because I hadn't played it since I tried it that one weekend. It was terrible, and I never played it again. So I was watching somebody else actually play it. I actually almost beat the game uh, until I got mad at the bullet sponge enemies and quit. I was in like the last <laughs> level, and I only played like six hours of the game. Ugh. So it's a very short game for <laughs> twelve years of development. Fuck Here's the weird part, though, too, is that uh, the final boss of the game. Um, you fight him in the very beginning. He's the first thing you ever fight. So it's hmm. like, if you want to see the end of the game, just do the f like first five minutes, and you've seen the end boss. Like, there you go, guys. <laughs> That's right. Well, that'll um, save me a lot of time when I never, ever play this game. Um, it's like the developers yeah. were thinking, like, crap, we, we need a final that? boss. Well, pick the first guy you fight, because people will probably forget by then, and just yeah. put him in the end. <laughs> Yeah, they... like, like, the only thing they do is they just change the arena around and stuff, because uh, the first fight, it's supposed uh... to be Duke Nukem's playing the game they made about his life because he's so awesome, and, like, it like after you beat the boss in that scene, it, like, goes back to you, like, in your, like, Duke Tower playing the game on TV, and then, like, a couple of girls are sucking your dick while you're doing it because, like, nah, ooh, it's fun. <laughs> oh, I'm just... Hmm. I love how throughout this got, entire discussion, like, Johnny has had this smile on his face because he knows he can read more things that happened that took less time than Duke Nukem Forever. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce this, which makes me feel very unworldly, right? But the Suez Canal, which was dug by hand, That's took right. less time than Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> awesome. The, 
the channel took less time than to <laughs> forever. All right. That's fantastic. More of those on bonus time. Fuck this stupid fucking game. Let's keep going. <laughs> Agree. Game five. really familiar. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Really familiar. 
Maybe? <sighs> so, uh, who wants a little uh, little push in the right direction with some trivia? I would. I appreciate that. All right. I got two pieces. I think I'll save one for after, uh, after the final song. Um, during development of this game, staff was directed to abide by certain guidelines, such as no long cutscenes, no long drawn-out levels, and there was a discussion of having no boss battles in the game. doing i'm feeling very that, uh, good you want that extra piece of trivia yes yes <laughs> a proposed terminator style time travel narrative was also proposed and vetoed immediately <laughs> what <laughs> oh so then that would have been awesome <laughs> Full so, shot in the dark. Uh, shot the only one actually in the scene. dark. I feel like that's uh, a hint. John Regan says Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Incorrect. David yeah. Wyland says Zelda CDI, my boy. Incorrect. David Fleming says Lynx Crossbow Training. Oh, that's so right. <laughs> like, nice. 
Uh, yeah. So, That's a uh, whole game? <laughs> kind it's not of. a very long game, though, is it? I mean, it just it came with like that little attachment for like the zap gun thing for the Wii Bow. Yeah, it did. And it was like basically like five levels where you just hit targets with it. It was. <laughs> like. <laughs> It was, but there was uh, a plot to it originally? There was supposed to be like a plot for it? They, yeah, it basically I mean, Zelda Duck Hunt is what it sounds like to me? Like, it basically is, yeah. yeah. It's Zelda it, Duck Hunt, essentially. It's a lot like that, yeah. Huh. Um, reading about it, you know, I never owned it. I played it briefly at a friend's house. Uh, you know, by then, the, like, they just fucking... I don't remember if they got rid of the zapper or just said don't even fucking bother holding the zapper. But, like, that zapper attachment was awesome. so yeah. fucking dumb. <laughs> You know, it seemed cool when they initially pitched it, but because I don't know, it was like, oh man, it's kind of like like holding a Tommy gun and playing a like a shooter or something. I'll never get tired of this. Then it's like, ah, eh, wait, no, this is dumb. I'd rather like, if I'm gonna play a shooter on the Wii, I'm gonna sit with my hands relaxed. Um, but uh, I think yeah. I might have tried playing Metroid Prime Three with it. It didn't work out too well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet it didn't, because exactly. you had to use the nunchuck to do stuff in that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, though, honestly. I don't think I ever did. I was like, hey, does this work? Like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it was... <laughs> this This game, I mean... I, I don't know how I feel about Nintendo with the Wii era. I love the games that they made, but they really wanted to fucking shovel some plastic into your house, like, you know. And it wasn't all them. There was plenty of third-party <laughs> shitty plastic accessories, but that Wii Zapper was just so fucking pointless. Like... I mean, really, like, just, just don't, you know, I mean, it's good they didn't charge full price for this game, it was not a $60 game, it was like, you know, tw- it was like 20 or 30 bucks, and you got the Wii Zapper with it, but still, don't slap, don't bring Link into this, <laughs> like, you know, don't give Link a, even anything resembling a gun, <laughs> like, also when you were saying, you know. like, incorporating a Terminator times, time travel, so that must be to explain how he had, like, an automatic weapon, and then I just pictured, like, Link with a plasma rifle, and I've never wanted anything more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, because, I kind of like, wish they in. had gone to like that route. Like, just make it crazy. Like, you know, Link Terminator, fucking you know, future simulator. Like, I want to see the future of the Zelda universe, and I want a robot Link shooting motherfuckers with a fucking you know railgun. That you know, that sounds great. Sounds better than taking just all the stuff from Twilight Princess and slapping some targets on it and making a duck hunt game for it. Like, <laughs> and uh. Yeah. Ganon chasing him down while he's on Epona, but he's like doing like the Terminator sprint. He's got metal arms and shit. Uh, dude, Ga- G1000, I would be completely in favor of. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just. I just. It's just, just like the, the dirt. <laughs> The dirt bike in Terminator 2 with infinite gears, Zapona with infinite gears, whatever that means, I don't know, infinite days. Zelda is John Connor, Epona is the motorcycle, <laughs> Ganon is T-1000, and Impa is, Impa is Sarah Connor. Why not? <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, some she black Connor. sedan pulls up, the, the door gets knocked open, and it's Link with a pair of sunglasses who just reaches his hand out and says, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, all his dialogue is just bad. <laughs> oh god but yeah it wasn't that it was just shooting a bunch of shit on twilight princess levels they just took assets from that game and made you shoot them with the wii zapper and i mean it you know it's kind of fun it's just you know it's shooting gallery game there's a few levels there's one boss in the game you get to fight the giant like uh skeleton lord in the desert you know it's uh <laughs> I mean, you can knock that game out in, like, two hours. 
And like, if you're really good at it, and you want to go back and get you know platinum seals or whatever on everything, then you know maybe add an hour in. Like, it's not hard. It's not. It's yeah, you know, utterly pointless. Yeah, <laughs> again, they just shouldn't have brought Link into this. Like, why not just make like me shooter? That wait, that actually, that's probably that's not a great idea. Just you know, shooting gallery where it's you know you shooting other other me's. Nope, I don't like nope. it. That, that goes down a dark Although path. I always, I always I don't make see a what could me, possibly so go wrong. Like maybe it's good. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't feel bad about shooting just, the Hitler me. I'd feel pretty bad about shooting the David me or the me me. That'd be really bad. Yeah. Uh, that like, gets too yeah. like the me my ex-girlfriend made on my Wii. Just like, I hate you. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, it comes with a level designer. You get to pick where it's at. You get to you know pick how many me's there are in there and how many of them are your ex-girlfriend's me. Perfect game. <laughs> um... Yeah, no. I don't know, you, can't, you can't see the screen through all the tears, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a. There's not a whole lot to Link's crossbow training. That's the whole thing. It's just. A, it's just a little pack-in game designed to sell you a plastic shell to hold your controller in. You know, you got the duck hunt mode. Eventually, I guess there is a mode where you can actually walk around using the joystick. You know, yeah. By that point, the game's pretty much run its course. But uh, yeah, it's just. It's crazy, man. This. Uh, just not that you know, not that hot of a game, and it's you know, I don't think it's actually officially in the Zelda timeline anywhere. I, I think it'd be pretty funny if they did mention it, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it's utterly, utterly pointless. So um, yeah, that's one of the things that I love. Um, in Hyrule Warriors, every character has three different like versions of every weapon. So you have Link with like standard sword, white sword, and then magic sword. Linkle right. uses two. Linkle uses two crossbows, and her first level is just, like, regular crossbow, and her second one is, I think it's called Hero's Crossbow, and it's actually the crossbow from Link's crossbow training. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm all for some callbacks to it, but it's, uh, at the time, it was just like, why? No, that's, you know, it's such a large box and such a pointless attachment, you know, there's... There can't be any real reason to own that, you know. And Link's crossbow training certainly isn't enough of a reason. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I can't think of a, you know, I, I was looking in the Twitch chat. Dell says it works well with like the Resident Evil light gun shooter games, but that's about it. I can't think of any other games that come out that were out on the Wii that I would be like, yeah, okay, th- you know, slap those things in the zapper, let's do this. Like, nope. You know, there's too much waggle in all the... Even in, like, the games that are, like, Wii shooters. There's too much, you know, waggle on the controller. It would just, you know... I'd feel ridiculous playing it with it in that, uh... In that shell. But... I don't know. It's, uh... It's a different time. Time when Nintendo was just throwing stuff out there. They were high on all that Wii success. Selling so many games and just doing whatever the fuck they wanted. You know, this is actually, uh, you know, it's pretty, uh, pretty sweet. Link's crossbow training is among the top twenty selling Wii games of all time. Um, so uh, it's yeah, with, they got us good. They yeah, got us ooh. fucking good. It's uh, it's with that in mind that we bust into the first lightning round in quite some time. Lightning round. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yep, we're gonna go f- through this as lightning fast as possible. So, uh, Link's Crossbow Training was among the top 20 selling Wii games of all time. In fact, it was the number 16 selling Wii game of all time. So, wow, t- really? really high, wow. Yeah, tonight's, uh, tonight's lightning round is uh, name the top 20 selling 
Wii games. I am removing the number one selling Wii game, Wii Sports. God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> that was mine. I was going to say that. <laughs> oh. So I now have a list of 20 games. So actually, it's the top 22 selling Wii games minus Wii Sports and Link's Crossbow Training. Uh, and so we're just going to name as many as possible. And we're going to start with Johnny Regan. Uh, Mario Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy. Boom. Number nine on the list. David Fleming. Mario Kart Wii. Number two on the list. 36.8 million copies. Uh, David Wylingo. Mario Galaxy 2. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number 12 on the list. Johnny. Um. Uh. Ooh. Hey, what's it taking so long? Um. <laughs> I agree, Mario. <laughs> um. We resort. We. Sports Resort? I'll give it to you. That's yeah. the number three selling Wii game of all time. Alright. Hell wow, yeah. Really? Yeah, I was surprised by that too. David Fleming, go. New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Going right down the list to number four. Little David. Peasant gonna David. going to be a bitch here. Just, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii 2. That was not a game. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That was on... Yeah, that was on the 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Super Smash Brothers Brawl Oh yeah man Number 8 David King David The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Number 13 Peasant David Skyward Sword Skyward Sword rounding out the list At number 22 Oh yeah, Johnny. Um, we said Mario Kart Wii already. Yes, we had. Yes. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> um, we fit. Oh yeah, dude. That's the good stuff. That's number six. David. We play. Number five. <laughs> uh, Metroid David. Prime Three. Metroid Prime 3. Bam, not on the list. Damn. It's a damn shame, too. It's a pretty good game. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Johnny? Um. Uh. <laughs> what was the Olympic one? Mario? It's Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games? Is that what it's called? That is exactly what it's called. It's number 14 yeah. on the list. <laughs> King David. Um, Rayman Raving Rabbids. Okay. Peasant David. <laughs> Shit, okay. <laughs> Peasant David. Um, what was I gonna say? WarioWare? Whatever the Wario game was for this one? Oh, I wish it was, but it is not on this map. Jenny. Um, have we said Super Mario Galaxy 2? Yes, we have. I did. Damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. Son of a bitch. Um, I got nothing past. King David. 
Mario Party 8? Ooh, yeah. Number 11 on the list. Mario Party 8. Peasant David. Uh, no more heroes? Oh, man. I wish. Johnny. Was there, like, a Mario and Sonic Winter Olympics? You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! All right. Number 17. <laughs> Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. Number 17. King David. <laughs> Animal Crossing City Folk. Hey. Number 19. There it is. Peasant David. Shit. Uh, Xenoblade? Johnny Um Pass I got nothing (laughs) (laughs) What's happening David How many games do we have left Let's see we have one Two Three Four Five Six games left Um I'm gonna take a shot. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yeah, wishful thinking on that one, man. <laughs> David Wyland. Uh, Kirby Epic Yarn. Mm, also wishful thinking, man. Oh, Johnny. Um, when they came out with that Motion Plus, didn't they make like a Wii Fit Plus? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Damn, John. I don't yeah! think it's into Motion Plus very much, but yeah, We Fit Plus is on Woo! the list. So I know uh, the resort one was for Motion Plus. I thought about that seven. like ten like ten answers ago and I was like, that's eh, probably not on there too, is it? I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> Dude, we We Fit and We Fit Plus sold uh, twenty two point six and twenty one point one million copies respectively. Those games were a fucking hit. Um uh, yeah. yeah, so we're down to one, two, three, four, five games. What do you got, David? Donkey Kong Country Returns. Hey, there it is, man. Boom, 15 on the list. Peasant David. Uh, the Donkey Kong with the bongos in it. <laughs> I know that game. No. It, it, did get a, it did get a Wii re-release. Yeah, it, you know. <laughs> the Donkey Don Kong with the bongos was a GameCube game. They turned it into a Wii waggling game, and I don't think anybody bought it. Johnny? I bought it. I have fun with it. Should I have a good one? Was there a Paper Mario on the Wii? Yes. Do you know the name of it? Art. You motherfucker. Paper. S- S- Super Paper Mario? No shit! <laughs> Johnny, I hate you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Number 21 on the list. David. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell else came out for the Wii? Uh, there's two that I know none of us have played. <laughs> um. Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Man. David Wyman. Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> uh, not, you know, good thinking, but... Alright, last, last uh, go-around. John Regan. Some other Guitar Hero game, like Guitar Hero World <laughs> Tour number 4? <laughs> no. Ah. King David. I really want to take a second to just run over to my shelf to look, because I'm blanking. <laughs> um, we said Metroid Prime 3, right? Yep. 
Um. I said Singapore. What the hell else was there? Uh, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance? Meh. It's either, it's either Path of Radiance or Radiant Dawn. That's the name of the games. They're not on the list. <laughs> okay. Uh, David Wyland, last guess. I'm just trying to think of, like, all the flagship games they have <laughs> and, like, which ones came out first people were hyped for and just bought them, like, on impulse. <laughs> wrong direction to go, but, you know, go for it. Probably wrong. Uh, <laughs> or shit in Japan we never heard of before. <laughs> Take a guess. <laughs> uh, can I just say some, something from Japan that none of us have ever played before? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> That's the end of the lightning round. The the three answers that you did not get. Number ten, Wii Party, which actually what? managed to outsell Mario Party Eight. Uh, oh, is that right. <laughs> it's a lame ass Mario Party, party game. with Mies. <laughs> yeah, Mario Party me. Uh, and then Ooh. number eighteen and number twenty, Just Dance Two and Just Dance. <laughs> Shit, I knew there was a rhythm game in there somewhere. I was like, DDR or something? No, I don't think there's any DDR games in the game. DJ Hero? Yeah, I mean, you know, not bad though, guys. I think, uh, you know, with Johnny's lame-ass guesses, we did uh, better than expected. <laughs> but I believe, hold on, let me count one, two, three, four, You're welcome. five, six, seven. Uh, with uh, seven correct answers, I think the winner of the lighting round was David Fleming. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Anyway, yeah, good lightning round, fellas. Uh, you know, the Wii had some hits, and among them was Link's crossbow training. So uh, I basically did this as an excuse to pad out the running time and play more Twilight Princess music in the background, because there were no <laughs> other songs in crossbow training besides the three I played. So that's the end of the game. Johnny, how we doing on that calculating computer there, Haas? Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Scoring complete. Welcome to Mario Teaches Typing. This game's what? winner is. <laughs> John Harrington. Oh, man, who saw that coming? I sure didn't. That feels good, man. <laughs> oh, good game tonight, guys. You know, I might not have scored the most points, but. I did afford you guys the opportunity to score the most points by not only bringing two games, but also providing the lightning round. So, you know, uh, you know, our calculating computer, flawed as it is, you know, its word is, uh, its law, it's unquestionable. So, um, yeah. I think our calculating computer's not flawed. I spent a damn long time repairing that thing. <laughs> I think the way <laughs> the calculating was still in computer... There somewhere. I think the way the calculating computer works is it, it tallies up the total number of points scored in the lightning round and then gives it to whoever is running the lightning round. I believe that's the uh, the bug in the code there. That's the American way, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it, runs, it runns a lot of uh, like complicated algorithm and just crashes into the wall repeatedly. Yes. Again, <laughs> game that too, baby. <laughs> It's it's a highly advanced artificial intelligence, so it tallies all the points, see who is the clear mathematical winner, and then thinks, "Oh, this person didn't get as many points. I'm yeah. gonna give them the win." Exactly. It's, it's very. The calculating computer is actually a Game Boy. It has flicked on and off a few times. <laughs> <laughs> it's very very scientific. Um, scientific. So anyway, um, you know, I've had a theme in mind for uh, for a couple of weeks. 
And uh, I think it's time. Given the given the last couple of games, the last couple of shows we've had sequels, we've had misguided sequels. So I think it's time for a sequel to a previous episode. And David, I'm borrowing from you on this one. 52 episodes, big number. I think it's time we go forward by looking back, and we do some games that have already been used on the show. <laughs> <laughs> God damn so, it. Uh, See, for six, I thought you were going to say games from 1952. <laughs> Stickball! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gramophones. Um, Stick in the hoop. <laughs> no, I just wanted to give David his, you know, finally give David his uh, Game That Tune redo like we've been you know, mm-hmm. meaning to give him. And it makes sense, because the last time we did it was episode 26. Now it's double that number of episodes. It's episode 52. So we'll do it again Ooh. in episode 104. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, a fun, nice, easy Game That Tune redo edition next week. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, man. Thanks uh, thanks to everybody. Great game tonight. Uh, You know, good tunes. Odd games. You know, I don't know. (laughs) These fucking games. But, uh, you know, that's what's beautiful about Game That Tune. Even when the games are questionable, the tunes are unquestionable. So, yep. Uh, thanks to everybody who's uh, following along with us, watching along on uh, twitch.tv slash game that tune, facebook.com slash game that tune, uh, live on our Twitter profile through Periscope. Uh, YouTube is still maybe a thing. Um, you know, we really, we really got to keep going on the YouTube thing, guys. PewDiePie is down, and his spot is ripe for the taking. We and our zero <laughs> subscribers need to make a move on his 50 million subscribers. <laughs> You know. As long as we don't say anything anti-Semitic, we should be good. Not a problem. Let's just cut that off right there. And, uh... <laughs> 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 just nip that right in the bud. That's not an issue on Game That Tune. You know, we don't do shock humor. We do gross nonsense humor. But I don't think we do it for the shock value. Um, Except for that one time that I'll, that I'll break your head with a fucking ratchet. Damn it, damn it David. <laughs> yeah, Shut up, David. Yeah, come on, we're trying to get that Disney money. <laughs> They're looking for the next big thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, uh, you know, Follow us along on uh, Twitter. Send us some requests. Uh, you know, Find us on Twitter at GTTPod <laughs> or you know, in the email, GameThatTune at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me. I'm on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can follow Johnny at <laughs> JP Regan Jr. Yep. You can follow David Fleming at DFD Fleming. Mm-hmm. And you can follow David Wyland at Nameless888. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Tonight's uh, bonus tunes. You know, I might know David Fleming's favorite Twilight Princess songs. And, uh,. You know, I might have to uh, might have to play one of them. It's the Hidden Village from Twilight Princess, but Twilight Symphony version. So enjoy it. Peace out, y'all.
Sonic 3D Blast is copyright 1996, Sega Enterprises Limited. Bomberman Fantasy Race is copyright 1997, Atlas Company Limited. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash is copyright 2015, Camelot Company Limited, and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Duke Nukem Forever is copyright 2011, Gearbox Software LLC. Link's Crossbow Training is copyright 2007, Nintendo of America Incorporated. I wanted to toy with you and try and pronounce the Japanese pronunciation of it, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, David, it's not Link's Crossbow Training, it's Rinku no Bogan Tarengu. You know, nope. <laughs> That's going in the blooper section too. Uh. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, did I not load up my ultra cell? Oh my Mother god, fire. I forgot to load up the ultra. Oh wait, there it is. <laughs> we'll fix that in editing. I re I renamed it from ultra to hat trick, and I was looking for ultra. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so confusing. <laughs> I should never rename things. Well, I know where this uh, where this part of the show is going after the credits. Blooper style. <laughs> yes. Sonic R sucks.